بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآل الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم أحرمني من ظلمات الرحم وأحرمني من نور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أرباب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزاء نعومك برحمتك يا أرحم الله Trusting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and seeking his guidance, we start our ninth session on Islamic ethics, which is the first session in the second semester academic year 2014-2015. We were discussing different aspects of Islamic theory of ethics. And in the last session, we talked about the position of intention or media. And we had some important issues, and inshallah, now we want to continue. As you remember, we said that from an Islamic point of view, for an action to be considered morally good or morally right, we need two different conditions to be met. One is that the action by itself must be good. The second is that the intention also must be good. In other words, we should have both husne fa'li and husne fa'li. Husne fa'li means the goodness of the action. You remember we said that if with very good intention I give a poisoned water to someone, this is not considered as a good action. It's not considered as amal al-salat. This is not considered as something that I will be praised for. Your intention is good, but the action which is giving a poisoned water is not good. Or for example, your intention is to help a person who is ill. But then you give a medicine that is bad for him. This is not Amal al Or you want to teach people, but you are not knowledgeable. So your intention is good, but then you may misguide people. So, or goodness of action is one requirement. The second requirement is that also the agent must have good intention. So if you give the best medicine but your intention is bad, for example, you give the best medicine this time so that next time you can deceive him. Yeah? Or you give him the best medicine to show off. This is not This is not an action which is morally good or praiseworthy. So we need both things to be together. There are few points here, in addition to the points that we discussed last week. Sometimes the action by itself is good 
And in addition to that, or on top of that, we need goodness of intention. Okay? For example, giving food to a person who is hungry, is a starving. Giving food is a good action. On top of that, there must be also a good intention. Okay? So here, you have two distinct sides. Goodness of action and goodness of intention. But there are cases that goodness of action comes also from good intention. This is a little bit complicated. Like what? For example, if you consider Ramyul Jamara throwing stones at Jamara. Throwing stones at Jamara by itself is not something which has intrinsic goodness. It's not like feeding a hungry person. No one can say, this is good, just throwing a stone at the Jamara. What makes throwing stones at Jamara good is the intention of performing part of Hajj which is obligatory. So that intention not only is important by itself, but it is also important because it is the only thing that makes that action good. Okay? You understand? So we don't have such an idea that throwing a stones at Jamara by itself is good. Try to have a good intention. No, it's more than just try to have a good intention. If you don't have good intention, it has no value. You understand the point? So, sometimes the goodness of intention adds a value, adds a good quality to the action, without which there is no value in the action. If you want to use the concept that we mentioned, you know, uh, is raised by the late Muzaffar, rahmatullah that is applicable to the third type of the actions. You remember I said that, for example, drinking by itself, eating by itself, walking by itself, sleeping by itself has no moral quality, yeah? Then depending on what is your intention and why you are doing this, then it can become good or bad. So this is also another type of example that you can use. Some of acts of worship you can use, some of them, not all of them, because some of the acts of worship by themselves have value, like zakat. Zakat has value even if you don't have intention yeah, because you are giving to the poor people, spend it on the uh, projects which are needed. But some acts of worship, the goodness comes from intention. And the same is that third type of uh, relations that we mentioned, that there is no necessary relation and there is no iqtada, in the sense that if there is no obstacle, it would lead to that moral judgment. So this is uh, one point. The other point is that in many moral systems, 
when they talk about the need for intention, for example, like the Kantian theory. In the Kantian theory, intention is very important. Because remember, Kant is not teleological in his view. He's deontological. For him, the outcomes are not important. You have the responsibility to tell the truth no matter what would be the outcome. Yeah? You have such an imperative to tell the truth. And your intention for telling the truth must be your moral responsibility, your sense of responsibility. If you are a shopkeeper who tells the truth, who is honest, who gives good quality you know, products, in order to have more customers, Kant says this is not ethics, this is not akhlaq. This is prudence, not akhlaq. Akhlaq is that you only do this out of a sense of feeling obligation responsibility, a moral sense. You do it because you feel that this is what you have to do. So for Kant, intention is the most important thing. Okay? For us, intention is very important. Of course, we said action by itself is important. The outcomes are important. And inshallah, we'll talk about it later. But what is also for us very important is that intention is not the only thing. Intention is one aspect of the goodness of the action and the goodness of the agent. For example, this is something that I mentioned in the end of the last session. I said we will talk about it. There are two people. Both of them do the same action. Okay? For example, both of them say prayer. So action is the same. Both of them have niya of getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Niya to taqarru. So both of them have good intention. Okay? Normally, in other theories of ethics, then when you have these, they will be the same. They will be equal. But Islam says no. Even the people who say prayer, and they both have good intention, the value of their action can be very much different based on different factors. One factor is how understanding they are. Someone says prayer just because he is told by parents or, you know, by ulama, that he has to separate, does it as an obligation. But someone knows the beauty of prayer and understands the beauty of prayer, the significance of prayer. So this very much adds to the value of prayer. Or someone who is not very knowledgeable and someone who is very knowledgeable, he's an alim, and says prayer, it will be different. Or someone who is very strong in his intelligence, his prayer would be different. There is a 
beautiful hadith about this ayah. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran says, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاتِ لِيَبْلُوبَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah is the one who created life and death in order to try you, to test you. Which one is better or is the best in his action? Ahsan can be better or can be best. Okay? So, one reason for creating us is to test us. To test us who is better in his action. Okay? Imam Sadiq commenting on this ayah said Laysa ya'ni akthara amala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't mean who is doing more. Allah says who is doing better. It's not a matter of quantity. Yeah, it's a matter of quality. Of course, if quality is there, then if you increase the quantity, it's better. Yeah? So quantity is important, but after making sure that you have proper quality. If you have fake money, quantity, quantity doesn't matter. I should not feel, I am very rich because I have one billion fake dollar. It has no value. Whether you have one dollar fake or one billion dollar, it doesn't make any difference. But if the quality is there, then if you add to the quantity, it will be better. So Imam said, لَيْسَ يَعْنِي أَكْثَرَ عَمَلَهُ وَلَكِنْ أَسْوَبَكُمْ عَمَلَهُ Allah means by أحسن, أسواب, by سواب. سواب means to be good, to reach the point, to hit the target. سواب. Not by tha. Tha means reward. But by sa <coughs> means something which is good, something which hits the target. The goodness of action is khashyatullah. When you do the action with having all towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sense of understanding greatness of Allah. I don't want to say fear. It's not fear. It's no awe and understanding greatness of Allah. Having honest intention and good intention. So Allah wants to see who is doing his acts of worship or his, I don't know, daily activities, whatever it is, with pure intention, with honest intention, with more sincerity. Then Imam Sadiq said, Al-ibqa'u ala al-amal hatta yakhlus ashaddu min al-amal. Sometimes to reach purity, you need time. It takes time. Yeah? For example, 
a person who is making food for the first time, for example, a girl who is learning how to cook. You cannot expect from this girl to make very delicious food in the first time. Yeah? Even if by chance, an accident, the first or second, you know, for example, food she makes is very good, this is not a stable. This was by chance. Yeah? She doesn't remember how much, you know, salt or oil she put and how much, you know, put it on the fire. It happened that it turned out to be good. But if you ask him to do that again, ask him to do it again, cannot. What is important is you keep trying and you try to improve your standards and raise the bar till a time comes that you have permanent good quality. Okay? That is the time that when you have guests, your mother says, you can help me. <laughs> Otherwise, when you have guests, mother says, you know, please leave me alone. So, to continue on doing things till the action becomes pure. How many years it takes? For some people, maybe it takes a few months, some people a few years, some people a few decades. Some people maybe need few centuries, but they don't have, you know, few centuries, so it never becomes pure. So people are different. This is more difficult than doing. Continuing till it becomes pure is more difficult than doing the action. What is pure action? There are many different ways to define pure action. One way is this. أَنْ يَحْمَدَكَ عَلَيْهِ أَحْدٌ إِلَّا اللَّهِ The pure action is the one that you don't want anyone to praise you other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't want your parents or your husband or your wife or your, I don't know, colleagues, your teacher, your audience to praise you. Maybe for you it's important to get feedback, but Feedback is just to understand, but you don't expect them to praise you. Whether they praise you or don't praise you, you do what you are supposed to do. So, this is purity of action, which, as you see, depends on the intention. Imam Sadiq says, intention is more important than the action. Unfortunately, many times we forget this. Instead of trying <coughs> to correct our intention and purify our intention, we focus on action. Of course, we have to be careful. Sometimes, shaitan tries to stop us. <coughs> so don't do this, don't go to this madness, don't go to this lesson. First, correct your intention. But let me tell you something. You cannot correct your intention by not doing things. 
You cannot correct your driving by not driving. You have to correct your driving by being careful when you drive. So you have to drive, but be careful. Don't drive as happens. Be careful. Every time, realize what are your mistakes so that next time you make it better. Ask other people to help you, to give you feedback, to comment. Okay? <coughs> so, shaitan should not be led to stop us and say, if you have bad intention, there is no benefit. Even it might be worse than doing things. What? Worse than not doing things. So don't do. No. I want to do things, but I want to be careful. I want to improve. Every time I try to make it, inshallah, better. Intention is better than action. Then Imam Sadiq said even something greater, something more. First he says, Niyya is better than action. Then he says, Allah, beware. Intention by itself is an action. So not only intention is a condition for goodness of the action, if you look more carefully, the intention itself is also an action. So you have two things. One is, for example, giving a lesson. This is an action which needs intention. But then the intention by itself is an action. And this is why, you know, I said last, in last session that just the intention itself can be rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, can bring light if you have good intention, even if you cannot implement. And also I said sometimes two people do the same thing, but because one of them has a very wide and all-embracing intention, he would be much more rewarded than a person who does the same action without that embracing intention. You remember all these things, yeah? So, intention by itself is very important. Don't think intention is not important. You know, unfortunately, sometimes we think, oh, it's easy. Sheikh Shomali said we should have intention of feeding all people for all generations in every part of the world. This is very easy. I can make this intention. No, this is not easy. Maybe one in every thousand or ten thousand or maybe one in million people can have this intention. Why? Because look at what they do with respect to those people that they can feed. It's not that every heart is that large that can have this intention. Sometimes we think that our problem is that we don't have enough money to feed people. No, that is a small problem. The bigger problem is that we don't have that large heart to make such intention. That I want to feed all people. This is very difficult. And if someone has this situation, that in his heart he really 
honestly wants good for everyone. As much as he can, he is doing extra to that. He cannot do it, but he wants. This person, you cannot say how much value this person has. This person is not an ordinary person. A person whose heart is so large that wants good for every creature of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Really and honestly. He does that much that he can. The rest he cannot. How much this person has value? You cannot say what is the value. It's beyond any evaluation. amal. Then Imam salam recited this ayah. Qul kullun ya'malu ala shakilatih. Tell everyone acts according to his shakilah. Shakilah means like a structure, like your, the way you are built, your character. Imam said, ya'ni ala niyyatih. Everyone acts according to his intention. Of course, Niyya is part of that character. For I can say Niyya is the result of that structure. Niyya is not something that can come, you know, just out of blue. Niyya of every person suits the way that person is formed and shaped in his character. You cannot, you know, transplant Niyya from one person to another person. Yeah? Can you do that? No. You can take one organ from this body and put in another body. But if you want to transplant it, it's like taking all DNA of this person. If you take all DNA, nothing remains. So, Niyya is result of the whole fabric, a spiritual fabric of this person. So it's very important. Niyya is very important. So, two people may have good intention, but depending on which one is better, which one is purer, which one is more embracing, which one is wider, the value can be different. This is in Islamic theory of ethics. And also, as I said, who is more understanding? You know, there is a Hadith of Qudsi in the beginning of Usul al-Kafi. You know, the first section of Usul al-Kafi is Kitab al-Aql wal-Jah. Yeah? Kitab here means section. So the first section is Kitab al-Aql wal-Jah. The book of intellect and ignorance. It's not Kitab al-Ilm wal-Jah. Because ignorance has two meanings. One is not to know so it's opposite to elm. Another meaning is not to act rationally. Jihala in the Quran many times means what? Not to act wisely, not to act rationally. Okay, so Kitabul Aqli wal the book of intelligence and ignorance. In that section, one of the very uh, Early hadith is this hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Aql, Come, Aql, 
فاقبله عقل کامس عدب گو بک عقل گوز بک ایت مینز دات عقل ایز فولی اوبیدینت تو الله سبحانه و تعالی One of the things that we have there is Allah says to Aql Bika Uthib wa Bika Aqib My reward and punishment is based on you If I reward or punish Mr. So and So It's not because of his body It's not because of his hair or you know face or skin I reward or punish because of you. What does it mean? It means that if someone has no aql, has no responsibility, first of all. Yeah, if someone is mad, he has no responsibility. The people who understand, the people who have intelligence, they have responsibility. This is the first one. Then among those people who understand, Some people do good things because this is done with understanding, they will be rewarded. Some people do bad things with understanding, they will be punished. But if a robot does a good thing, he will not be rewarded. Or if a robot does a bad thing, he will not be punished because there is no understanding. So this is the second point. The third point, among those who do good things, Those who understand more will be rewarded more. Okay, so there are three things that we can understand. At least three things. Maybe there are much more. But at least three things that come to mind now. That based on how much you understand, how intelligent you are, how rational you are, then your reward can be increased. or the punishment can be increased. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to a sin which is committed by an alim is much more strict than a sin which is committed by a person who is not alim who is jahil yughfaru lil jahilih سبعون ذنبا قبل أن يغفر للعالم ذنب واحد. Seventy sins of an ignorant person will be forgiven before one sin of alim is forgiven. Okay. So this shows that people are not judged the same way. Expectations are not the same. An alim that has been given the blessing of ilm is expected to do better. If na'uzu billah an alim sins like ignorant people, then Allah says, I first forgive them, then I forgive you. I forgive 70 sins of them, and then I forgive you. And if those juhala have one sin each, Then perhaps Allah forgives 70 jahil, then forgives one alim. Yeah, if they are the same. So, this is on the negative side. But now go to the positive side. If Allah wants to reward someone, 
There is alim and jahil. Whose reward is greater? The reward of alim is greater. So responsibilities work in both ways. Yeah? If you have a donkey or if you have a car and then you have accident. With donkey, accident is not killing you. But with a car, it can kill you. Yeah? But no one, you know, says, I want to go always with donkey because it's yeah. safer. Yeah? So, if you are alim, if you go to Jose, you learn, your responsibility increases. But this is like using car instead of a donkey. Or walking. So, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to reward or punish, rewards or punishes according to the knowledge of that person, understanding of that person, intelligence of that person. So there are many, many different factors. Sometimes a person <coughs> sleeps and his sleeping is better than a person who does tahajjud. <coughs> There is a hadith, Habbada nawmul akyas wa iftaruhum. You cannot just look at people and say, oh, this is uh, doing tahajjud, this is a sleeping, so the one who is doing tahajjud is better. <coughs> you cannot also say the one who is sleeping is better, you know? You have to be careful, you cannot judge. Allah knows better. Maybe this person who is sleeping <coughs> has had a very difficult day. Lots of responsibility, he's tired now, he cannot wake up. This person who is doing tahajjud, he has nothing to do during the day. Yeah? So his shift is in the night, and all the night is awake. Maybe. But, of course, an alim who does salatul layl, then that's different. You know, it is said that one talabe uh, was trying to put Imam Khomeini in a corner and ask him a very tricky question. He said, studying for Talaba is wajib because, you know, we need ulama and we don't have enough. So it's wajib kifai and wajib kifai as long as there is no enough people, is necessary. Studying is wajib. Salatul layl is mustahab. So when we have time to study or do Salatul Layl. Which one we should do? So, it's a very difficult question. So, Imam Khomeini said, Salatul Layl doesn't take that much time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you cannot bring this as an excuse. Say, because I have to study, I cannot do Salatul Layl. But, you cannot do all the night Salatul Layl and next... They don't go to a school or, you know, don't study because I've been doing Salatul Layl. Yeah? So, the balance is very important. So, the value of action has two elements. One is agent, one is action. But in Islam, when we talk about agent, it's not just saying whether the agent has good intention or bad intention. There are many, many things. First of all, intention by itself has many different levels of purity. Then the understanding of that person. Piety of that person. 
Everything is important. So, this is one side, inshallah, we will continue this discussion about what is considered as a good intention or sufficient intention in Islamic theory of ethics. Wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillah, rabbil alamin.